He's Christian. He's Jimmer. Welcome back to two physical therapists and a, a bag, bag of, of chips. chips. Well, a baggy. Yeah, it's a small, it's a small bag. bag. The 1.5 ounce bag of Boulder Canyon Hickory Barbecue Chips. Classic today. cut, kettle cooked, gluten free. That's a ton of um, alliteration. That's I all learned that in uh, my English literature class. Well done. Today we're going to cover the second portion of our spine series, discectomy. Or disectomy, as some people call it. Yeah. There's two different ways to spell it. They're both correct, apparently. D-S-C, sorry, D-I-S-C or D-I-S-K, either or. Yeah, doesn't matter. All Same forms. thing. Yeah, totally fine. Uh, this is also known as a... Micro disectomy? Yeah. A decompression? A... Uh, Pericutaneous distectomy. A, uh, I can't think of There's another one, but I can't think of it. It doesn't matter. You can call it um, whatever you want. Basically, it's all about where uh, a part of a damaged disc is removed. Yes. It's, generally speaking, minimally invasive. Should be. Relatively small incision, maybe an inch, inch and a half. And they go in and they pluck out the piece of the disc that's either bulging or sometimes if there's a piece um, completely broken off floating around they take that out they they they, they try they do yeah. little uh, little catchers yeah little bulging discs also known as ruptured herniated prolapse herniated my least favorite of all the terms is the old slipped disc yeah there's not a lot of discs going slipping around in there. Or the HNP, herniated nucleus pulposus. Ooh, that's old school. Yeah. That's still from the jelly donut talks. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, re I remember that. Did they still teach you that or not? Yeah, but not. They were like, this is what they used to think. So here's the jelly donut. Uh, the, the, we used to explain to people that uh, your disc is like a jelly donut. So it's like uh, firm on the outside, jelly on the inside. It tears, the jelly leaks out, and that's what we're going to suck out. Uh, turns out that's not really an accurate description of a disc at all. Not true at all. No jelly on the inside of a disc. No. Uh, not even any gelatinous substance. No. Um, it's just lots and lots of rings of fibrous tissue. Maybe less fibers, more elastin on the inside. More fibers on the outside. And it holds water pretty well for more fluid. It, it hydrates well, yeah. yeah. Which is uh, part of the, the degenerative disc disease problem where you're so stiff first thing in the morning. Yes. But we digress. That's eh, still appropriate, I think. Is well, it? Yeah. yeah. We can talk about that some. Yeah. So the discs tend or should kind of absorb, uh, you know, when there's not a lot of stress on them. And when there's more stress on them, they kind of squeeze it out. Yeah. Their basic function it's is, sort of. yeah, it's kind of like a, like a meniscus. Mm -hmm. um, it's to distribute forces. It's not really a shock <clears throat> absorber. You know, because we don't do a ton of hopping like kangaroos do. It's more of a distributor of force. So because the spine has so much mobility, there needs to be a structure that can guide or distribute those forces. And that's basically what, what your disc is designed for. If you create excessive forces, we, we like to use the, uh, the, the, the paperclip analogy. You bend and straighten the paperclip back and forth, back and forth. Eventually it will snap. Clearly, your spine or your disc doesn't snap, but it can, you know, if you constantly create forces in the same area, it can weaken that disc structure, and that could lead to a bulge or a prolapse of disc material, which can then either compress into the 
opening where the nerve comes out, the foramen, or it can compress into the spinal cord area, subsequently leading to symptoms. Yeah, and symptoms with this are going to be of the nerve nature. Most people are familiar with like sciatica. That's, that's kind of the most common, probably lumbar issue you'll see with a disc herniation or disc issue in most cases. Um, you can see it in the upper extremity as well. So there's there can be cervical disc issues that happen, uh, and those can also have a discectomy done to them. Very, very, very rarely does it occur in the thoracic spine. Bulges do happen, but they don't tend to cause symptoms because it's much more stable there due to the ribcage. Yeah, plus the anatomy is different, right? So the anatomy, as far as the amount of disc space that is um, that is exposed in the thoracic spine um, versus the cervical and lumbar spine, and generally speaking, there's less less movement. There's areas in the in the neck and the lower back that we move constantly. Um, thoracic spine is a little different, different mechanics. So yeah, that's that's pretty rare that pretty we rare. see thoracic yeah. disc issues. Yeah, discs do well with compression in most cases. So when the spine is compressed, it tends to enjoy that. Shear forces on the spine are what tend to cause the the, the bulging or the the rupturing. So if you took uh, your hands and you just squeezed your thumb sides together, something would shoot out the other direction, and that tends to be the, the, the culprit in the many cases when you're talking about a disc uh, bulge or disc rupture or, or prolapse, whatever you want to call it. And so from a treatment standpoint, microdistectomy is, tr- is done, you know, in cases where there are, similar to what we spoke about last episode, uh, numbness that doesn't improve with position, uh, atrophy of muscles, loss of sensation. Of course, the, the big, big one is bowel and bladder issues. So if there's something going on with that. Um, in a lot of cases, people who have a herniated disc or disc bulge can do really well with physical therapy treatment or, or other non-surgical approaches to treatment. Uh, there's a lot of studies that show um, you know, surgery versus non-surgery for for people with disc bulges. And at three months, the surgery group tends to do a little better just because there's no longer a physical structure irritating the nerve. But by one year, both groups are doing the same. And then at five years, um, actually the surgery group tends to do a little worse. So there is some short-term benefits. There are some long-term question marks, I guess is probably the best way to put it, related to disc surgeries yeah it's um it's the old the old age um give it some time now if you're in a tremendous amount of pain then then clearly that's not what you're looking at but um by and large with with uh with disc bulges time seems to be the best healer so if you're in pain physical therapy has you know some some modalities or some some treatment options available to help you through that pain. The initial um, severe pain stage um, does well with uh, with a dose pack or a steroid pack to reduce the inflammation. Um, the biggest problem with nerve tissue is that once nerve tissue is bruised, you can take the compression away, but the bruise is still there and, and takes time to heal. Uh, nerve tissue is considerably more sensitive and, and slower to heal than, uh, than a muscle or a tendon or a ligament, for example. So um, that's why time, time does so well. You know, if you give it time and you take the, uh, the irritant away, it, w- it will heal back up. So um, 
like Christian said, surgery short term might be uh, a little bit better, but long term it definitely isn't. Um, if, if pain is the only reason why you're having the surgery, again we, we touched on this briefly last week. If you have, you know, those severe symptoms where your leg is collapsing or you lose control over bladder function, that clearly is a completely different um, different set of circumstances, but. Generally speaking, lower back pain that is then subsequently diagnosed as being discogenic in nature does really, really well with conservative care. And I like to say non-surgical. I don't like conservative. <laughs> Point made. <laughs> yep. All right. Trivia time. Trivia. What was last week's trivia? I completely forgot. So last week's trivia was who has the most NHL All-Star Game assists? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a local boy. Yeah, it was, was a local guy. We uh, we didn't get any correct answers. We got a few attempts. Of course, Wayne Gretzky got thrown out there. He's got the most points all time, but not the most assists. That honor goes to Joe Sackick. That's right. Yeah. The selfless Joe Sackick, always willing to make the extra dish. There you go. Uh, this week's question, which country has the oldest national flag continuously used? Yeah, that's good. Like that. Yeah, You can get bonus points if you know... Um, you know, about how long it's been used. Sure. Um, and, and I'll give you a little hint. It's frequently confused with another country. Especially around here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Ooh, chips. Let's do chips. Chip time. We, All right. We talked about a lot of chips earlier before the uh, podcast today. We did. About we the did. Denver Chip Company. Yeah. Check them out. They're supposed to be really good. They're yep. a local, They're uh, local nice. group of guys. So we haven't tried them yet. Um We'll see if we can get our hands on some, but Denver Chip Company. This week we're going Boulder Canyon. Hickory Barbecue Chip. It's kind of cute because they mimicked the flat irons with their three Uh, barbecue chips on the front. See what they did there? Yeah, we got a mini bag, 1.5 ounce, chip to air ratio, 40%. Pretty pretty normal. Pretty standard. Pretty standard there, really. Uh, Game on. Okay, I'm going to go for the double one to fold it. Oh, you're going to fold it? I'm taking the double fold They're cattle cooked, so they're thicker. Good crunch. Good we'll crunch, good substance. Mine didn't have a lot of flavor on it. No, no. Um, paprika. No. Maybe just a hint of smoke in there. No, not much. Not, not too strong. Not getting a lot of barbecue, not getting a lot of hickory. Kind of flat. Kind of flat. You're going flat on this one? I yeah. Think I think it's a little sweeter. It's not as... Uh, it's not a strong like onion or garlic flavor. No, but it could have more barbecue flavor. More barbecue. Either sweet or. Or more sweet than any of them. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. Mm. I was kind of looking forward to the hickory barbecue, but um, not not super tasty. I mean, they're super crunchy, but um, I'm gonna go with one thumb. I like them. I'm giving them two. That's your prerogative. I'm doing it. Is, is my thumb bigger than your thumb, or are we equal thumbs? I think we have equal thumbs. We have equal thumbs. Yeah, they're emoji thumbs, so they're the same size. But I can modify my emoji thumb to be bigger than yours. Sure, if you want. I don't know. Can you? You know when you do, like, the cartoon when somebody hits his thumb and, like, blows up? Yeah, and yeah, does yeah. that pulsing thing? Yeah. That'd be mine. So you're giving it one really you're giving big it thumb? One really no 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 just was trying to talk myself into a corner there. 
No, just one standard thumb. Okay, one standard thumb it is. Nothing wrong with the chip. It's nope. a good chip, but um, not overwhelming either. So. Yeah, but the kettle base chip is always quite good. I have to give them credit. They, they, they have a good chip there at the Boulder Company. Boulder yeah, Canadian. but so why have like a good base solid chip and not do anything with it? Come on, Boulder Canyon, you can do better. I like it. Well, thank you for listening today. Next week, we're going to go over laminectomy, laminotomy. A little different, similar though. Similar enough that we'll talk about them together. And we are going to review the Deep River Mango Habanero chip. Oh, that's that, that should be good too. Should be pretty good. They better have more sweetness and more spice than today's chip. We'll see. We, we shall see. We shall see. Yes. If you like the show, please tell your friends, follow, review, subscribe. If you want some more information about Distectomy, follow us this week on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to find out more information about Jimmer and myself, head to our website, reboundclinic.com. Or swing by. Yeah. We love visitors. Definitely. He's Jimmer. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening.